Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Okay. Good morning, Giles. Morning. You're not feeling very well, are you? Fine, I'm feeling fine. Are you really feeling fine? fine? I'm fine, I've got a stiff neck. And where are your pants that you were wearing yesterday? Where are they? Do you know? Because I know where they are. Uh, you told me where they are. Did I? Yes. I came home without my pants. You came home without your pants on. Why did you come home without your pants on yesterday? I can't remember what you I told you. You can't remember what <laughs> so you I, told me. But I, now I didn't, gosh, I, it was one of those ones I can't even remember. The things came, it's oh, coming dear. flooding back. So you said, are you, so are you going commando? No, you said, I went for a swim. And I said, That's what I said. how did you go for a swim? And you said, well, I went for a swim. And it, there was a kind of like, did you go in your pants? Did you go with no clothes on? Did you take your pants off in the swimming pool? It was a kind of a moot point. And then I said, so have you got no pants on? And you said, yes. And I said, so where are your pants? And I said, I said, where are your pants? And you said, they're at Shoreditch House. On the, on the, in the loo, on the you roof. You said, I left them, right. On the roof of the loo or on in a loo no, on the, the roof loo of on the roof. They've right. redone the roof at Shoreditch House. I hope they aren't the pink ones with the sunglasses on because I quite like those. No, do you know they're not? They were a pair of there were some of those a pair of the bamboo ones, quite nice pants. Oh, those. I mean, those, they're yeah. not like round Uber trip of an hour and a half on a Wednesday to pick up nice, but no. but they were quite, they're swimmable in quite thick. If I'd been wearing those because those pink ones with the sunglasses on, a bit see through. Yeah, no, mm. that's the thing. I I uh, so yeah, no, that that was yeah. So I went, I went for a lunch. You know this or not, but you mustn't mention any names because they kept saying Chatham House rules, Chatham House rules. And first of all, I was thinking, yay, go Chatham House. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chatham House rocks. But, and that, no, it was Chatham House rules and there was a very, very, very senior, super wealthy man there particularly who said, right, if I'm gonna, I expect this will be Chatham House rules. And I looked around. Wait, was, do I know who this, do yeah, I I'll, even know who this person is? Write, write down his name. I won't say it out loud. It's not that interesting. But George I've had a long... Clooney. Oh, yes, I did know he was yeah. there. Yeah. So a guy who... And so it was a meeting of kind of... It was just a lunch uh, as we were coming out of lockdown restaurant people. But it was like... 
it was kind of illegal what we did anyway, so no one can really say that they were there because you must have lots of people in a room. Everyone was temperatured and everything else before, but a lot of hawkish people, and yeah. I think the, the restaurant industry is, uh, and they just want to go back, mm. and they were just, it was the conversation was all, um, uh, just get rid of masks, get rid of all this nonsense, which I right. broadly agree it should be in school, just get rid of all of it, let old people stay. But anyway, yeah. that's what happened. And, and there was just great food and wine was served because it was that sort of thing. And afterwards, there was a move to go and have a look at the newly refurbished Soho House roof. Have a look. And yeah. at the cocktails so I just sort of went went there uh, and I don't it was, know how I ended up there I just I went I just went there the guy my friend with whom I got a lift up there said look what we should do is we should um, let's go and have one drink at Shoreditch House and go home and I think you know the thing to do is to have the drink before Shoreditch House I mean that's where I used to go before I was married it's, it's amazing it's been around that long and like it, no but it hasn't it opened and, up it opened up before, oh yes no it opened before we were married but before we were married but we were going out it opened when we were boyfriend and girlfriend. Did it? I think so, yeah. Or did it not? I feel like I did one or two things there that I wouldn't have done if we'd... Oh, no, fair enough. No, 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 maybe you're right. Was it in the grey area period? I'm fairly certain. And anyway, nothing... I just remember going there with a guarantee of having a good time, which is then when you're a 51-year-old married man, you don't really need or want. And I just went... And it was one of the... I was just looking back at the text and I can see that there was a sort of five o'clock, just, I'm, I'm probably going to get home with her And then, a, oh, blimey, it's half past eight. I was, I was, I was thrilled. I mean, not not thrilled. I was, I was pleasantly surprised that you were home by half past eight because in the old days you go out for lunch and you wouldn't come back until two in the morning. It felt quite old school. I noticed that I texted you. I noticed that I texted you to say it's really weird to be so sort of. Well, I've got lucky. I've got a very open-minded uh, wife, but um, to, I, I, I appear to have, have texted you saying um, it's weird. It feels so old-fashioned to be pissed in a cab speeding home. Mm. Um, and then you said it's an old school long lunch, and I replied it's only eight. O'clock. It's only eight o'clock. Eight yeah. o'clock. Eight the misspelled thing. Oh, there's a spelling thing we're going to talk about later. But as well. I think I think it is good for you. I think that we were just talking about this just now. But but you don't have any, you don't have any kind of letting off steam things. And we were talking about the things that I do to let off steam. You know, I I I buy things. You know, I go to my 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 little PayPal account that I have, which has got sort of which is a certain portion of my income goes into my PayPal account. The rest of it goes into our joint account. But I have a bit sectioned off from my PayPal account and I'm only allowed to spend that on sort of weird things that I want like weird shoes and stuff like that and um, so that's what I do I go oh I'm going to buy something to make myself feel better and um, I also and just talk a lot to my friends I've got lots of friends that I'm in close contact with that I chat yeah, to them, them about on, your friends. On, on, on WhatsApp no but I'm just I'm quite pleased that I've got some friends because I spend most of my life not having any friends and you're so. saying I have nothing to do except go and get bladdered with strangers yeah, and, and talk and about and the business you uh, that is a legitimate way to let off steam but it's not one that you've done for the last six or seven months. And I know that towards the end of the summer holidays, you did, you openly declared that your mental health was suffering. And well, can and I reveal that really what I did sad. yesterday to try and cure my mental health yeah. has not? It has exacerbated my mental health issues. Do you think? Well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to pat myself on, on, on the back for, for having a 10 hour lunch yeah. uh, and coming back when the kids are in bed. But yeah. uh, well, maybe, I don't know. Maybe I can't it's, uh, think this morning now. Oh, darling. Well, don't worry. I've got lots of ideas for you, so it's okay. Have you? Yeah. I thought you didn't have any. No, I've got lo- I didn't have any 10 minutes ago, but now I've got loads. So so do you think... So so segueing into this no more than six people... Yeah, so that's the thing I read. So this- is, that, is that something maybe you could talk about? About um, could you, Is, is well, there it- a way of talking about your mental health array, this new rule? Well, it's... For example, this would be... I was thinking... If they're trying to simplify it and just say no more than six people, because the household thing was a bit weird. No one really understood what that meant. You could have two households. So no more than six people. Um, 
that is that this would be a, this for example for you would be a great time to have dinner parties because you think that six is the most people you should That's ever have around that table. That is my rule. My and, rule is no more than and, six but, people. And I Always feel like been. one should try a bit harder to be to be. And I worry that if we have not that we ever have people for dinner at all. Um, amazing, we went out for dinner for the first time in years earlier in the week, and there were ten people there, and that's now illegal. Mm. Um, but the, my hangover the next day was pretty illegal yeah. as well. Go on. So, but the, so um, yes, so. It, it, if you can't have more than six people, now's a great time to have a dinner party because I worry that we invite very sociable people around and they go, oh, they've only invited four people. It's only six people sort of sitting here all bourgeois and suburban and mimsy, whereas a dinner party should be 48 people yeah. all just hammered and dry, doing drugs and eating cold turkeys with their hands and stuff. Yeah. And we could have a dinner party now when you're only allowed to and that would be perfect. And people would come around and they wouldn't think we were really boring and, and had no mates. And they would be grateful to be invited rather than going, oh, we've got to go around to the Corrins. Yeah. And she's going to do that awful pork stew she does. Oh, the pork stew's nice. Yeah, I'm sorry. You, you should reduce the sauce more, I think. Okay. Okay, um, I've got another idea for you. If you pass me the times, please, which is under your notes. Um, okay, so there's another story for you today, page five. You're quite good on gender. I've said it before. But I put, this is the page five, and I want to talk about this story about... From upside down, I can see a, a 18th very, century facade yeah. and a hottie. Yes. So Emily Bendel, who's the founder of Blue Bella, which is a lingerie company, wants to be... Why have they put a picture of her with her clothes on? A member. The whole point of a picture about a woman She's with a lingerie not, company is you put a photo of the lingerie in. She... Um, doesn't wear the laundry someone else wears the laundry so Emily Bendel yeah she wants to be a member of the Garrick and the Garrick is one of the has she been to the Garrick well uh, there's your (laughs) column there it is oh I see okay now now try not to interrupt while I read out the story okay so Emily Bendel wants to join how are you spelling sorry Bendel I said not to interrupt B-E-N-D-E-L it's not bendel over, is it? It bend- isn't yet. It isn't at the moment. <laughs> okay. When she marries Mr. Over. Darling. Uh, she wants to be a member of the 189-year-old club, mm-hmm. uh, whose members have included... Let me guess. Do they say? Go on. Sorry, I've interrupted again. Ken Clark. Mm, Kings no. Lane, Mr. Give yes. the fuck about. Yes. Uh, but Laurence Olivier. Yep. Oh, really? Yes. Uh, oh, it's not really Tories, it's mostly actors. John Gielgud. Yes. Really? Yeah. I'm doing quite well with this I'm bingo. How many well. are there? Uh, you've got three more, that, uh, four more that I know of. Uh, I don't know any of these. What are they? Other ones, uh, uh, they got money from Winnie the Pooh, so A.A. Milne. Well done. Um, Walt Disney, no kidding. He, he, he just also, <laughs> he, he's, that's the person who bought Winnie the Pooh, I'm sure he wasn't there. There is another Walt Disney, there is, a, there is someone else who sold their story to Walt Disney. Well, not sold Mulan. <laughs> Mulan. Oh, she's in trouble, Mulan. Uh, um, oh, who else? Who else? J.M. Barry, Peter Pan, H.G. Ah! Wells, Charles Dickens. H.G. Wells, Charles okay, Dickens. Okay, now she right. has she has instructed. So Emily Bendel has instructed her lawyers to use equality law to seek an injunction to basically stop them from discriminating against women. Okay, so a I wonder why she's doing this okay she says that she wants to you know access the facilities that they have for the garrick that, that, that allow them access to the arts even though being being access to getting pissed after well, going to the theater which you can basically do anywhere you can do anywhere but there's also there's another point and you wouldn't she's a beautiful 39 year old woman you didn't walk in there and get perved by a load of dribbling old 80 year old there is that but also won't she walk in and just 
find herself incredibly unpopular because of doing it like because this. Because of doing it like this. I just, I, I don't. I do look. I do. I do understand the motivation of you know, um, you know, being a being a sort of feminist vanguard and doing things differently and not accepting the old way that things are done. And I, I, I don't know. Maybe she's just like, I've got to do this because it's the right thing to do. But on another practical level, I just think, why are you really going to spend your time and money doing this and then you're going to walk in there and everyone's basically just going to boo this? Well, yes. I mean, I, I used to occasionally go in the 90s and I was 25 and the first time I went, it was just all men. It was quite strange. And you, you, you just eat all men. And when I was 25, I wanted to see girls. I wanted to meet, I wanted to, there to be girls around. And I thought, this is a boring, wasted night to be out with, with, with men. And you would go and smoke under the stairs, they called it, this sort of place. And I remember sitting with a bloke who was 75, introducing me to his father, uh, who was 101, uh, and sitting there smoking under the stairs. And we were chatting about the old days. And he obviously thought he'd been going to the Garrick since before the First World War and didn't think, probably didn't think that Jews should be allowed in, right. no doubt, or something. Actually, right. they were always quite nice to Jews. Uh, and, uh, but the second time I went, I came to really look forward to it because I remember distinctly not brushing my teeth or, or having a shave I was clean shaven in those days not having to look nice mm. and I suddenly be- I got a tiny glimmer of yeah. why men want to have a men only club and it's like it's not women shouldn't be excluded from any- anything I guess but I stopped going to the Garrick or stopped accepting invitations to the Garrick when mm. they allowed women in because the only real point of the Garrick and when they stopped allowing smoking at the same time mm. um, was that uh, you could go there and not have to put anything smart you had to wear mm. a tie which always made my neck look fat and not very attractive to girls anyway uh, and I could arrive there sort of quite smelly get really rah, dribble and, 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 uh, and, right. and get drunk and, uh, and, no one, and, and there's no one really looking and you didn't have to be on your best behaviour and then girls couldn't see you and I think that's basically the principle and I thought it was quite a good place to have that well I don't I, I'm, I'm a supporter of women only spaces um however you want to define a woman but the, but that's not funny at all um, and it's a dangerous column to write and I don't think you should write that I think you should but I do think there is something there is a funny column to be written about what you know why do you want to be in this place full of men doing you know or, or women think that men kind of sit about talking about things and sort of exclude women I, I'm not sure they do I think it's have you any idea how boring it is to be a man there we go that's, uh, that is a it, column that you've done before but you can do it in I? a new and interesting way It'll look sort of faint, a faintly woke version. I can be insidiously sexist while appearing to pander to woke's concerns. You just have you to say? do... You'd Would that fool you, then? Or have you any idea, like, what well, I, I think... But, but, but in the end, it won't be like a Robert Webb, um, you know, his, his book. It's not... I'm not going to... Uh, Robert, who really is apologising, you know, yeah. how not to be a boy, or, you know, really apologising for being a bloke. Yeah. In the end, I'll try and make it sound marvellous. It reminds me of the fantastic... Because it's a fantastic uh, Clement Freud joke. Uh, that he, I think, Clement Freud used to tell about uh, in a man at, at his club, which I think Clement was in the Garrick, so a, a man at the Garrick who um, pukes down his front. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's told his wife that he's at work, but he's gone to the Garrick and he's been sick down his front. Mm. And a man says, and he goes, oh my God, my wife's going to know that I've, that I've been out drinking. And he says, no, the, 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 and, and that I got drunk. And she told me the one thing I was supposed to do is I was not to get drunk because of... And he said, well, no, look, just put a, put a 20 quid note in your side pocket. And when she says... What's that? Sick? What's that? What's that? She'll see the sick, and then she'll, you'll say, "But the, the sorry, I'm so hungover." No, it's fine. And, and you, what you say is, you take the twenty pound note out of your pocket, <laughs> and you say, "Someone was sick on my shirt." But look, they gave me twenty pounds to take it to the dry cleaner. And she says, "And she says, what's this other twenty pound note for?" No, that's the. St- Should we cut this?
I said, no, wait, okay. What happens is, is that he got the, the wife says you mustn't get drunk. So he gets drunk, pukes down his front, and his mate says, Old, oldest trick in the book, put a 20 quid note in your pocket, tell your wife that um, someone else was sick down your front uh, and he's given you 20 quid for the dry cleaning. So he does this thing, he puts the 20 quid in his pocket. In the morning, his wife says, I found 20 quid in your pocket. And, and he said, yes, that's because someone was sick down my front. It's for the dry cleaning. And she said, well, I found a, also found 20 quid in your trouser pocket. He said, yeah, that's from the bloke who shat in my pants. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Funny Boom. anyway. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The next story I've got is um, you which you won't want to do now, but you might want to do in the morning because this is, requires a reasonable amount of heavy lifting, which is the festival of Brexit. Okay, I mean, this is just, this is just an endless bucket of jokes. No, it's quite good. It's quite good. I can imagine a well-slept yes. and moderately refreshed Giles Corrin sitting down and writing a column about the Festival of Brexit. The Festival of Brexit, okay. I, it's an idea I will happily post to my tomorrow self. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know anything, you haven't told me anything, but Festival okay. of Brexit, bit like Festival of Britain, am I going to try and imagine the sort of fun fair, the Brexit fun fair, the rides? The hard stop ride. No, 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 not the hard stop, the backstop ride. Where I'm glad you, you fucked your joke as well. <laughs> <laughs> The backstop ride where you get in and nothing happens and no one knows what's going on and someone says, sorry, this ride doesn't actually exist. Or whatever. So this, uh, is, this is based on... The Festival of Brexit is based on the Festival I was of the 19, Wait, let me finish. The based, based on the 1951 Festival of Britain. Yeah. Uh, when Theresa May announced the festival in 2018, highlighting the role the 1951 Fe- Festival of Britain play, played in the post-war years, her idea was immediately dubbed the Festival of Brexit. And it's going to cost... How much, do you, how much is it going to cost? You've seen it already. Oh, somewhere between 119 and 121 million, <laughs> sort of, depending on what they... It's going to cost yeah, 120 million when we, are, down when we are absolutely more broke than it's possible for any country to be, to be broke. And they're this is a festival, people, presumably, with no more than six people at it. There is that as well. So uh, it, it's, just, it's just a complete... It's like, do you remember all those... Is it going to be called the Festival of Brexit? 
I don't think so. I think it's going to be called Festival of Britain 2021 or whatever. Mm. Um, and it's basically, do you remember when Britain, when so, it's Britain, something about the EU, something something significant happened in the EU in like 2000 or 2001 <laughs> or something? Your and they and history. they and there was a Leo the lion. There was like a, a, a lion was born at London Zoo and they called him Leo or, or Euro or something and he just sort of died six months later. Yeah, yeah and then they had, sure? and then, yeah, and then there, there was, was all things those, like all those, 1992, there was Maastricht. But Maybe it was Maastricht or something. Anyway, th- anyway, they did all those things to, to celebrate some kind of Euro thing, and they all just failed spectacularly and just went went horribly wrong. Um, so, and then it's but the festival of Brexit or festival of Britain twenty twenty one or whatever it is. Everyone's just fighting about whether it should go ahead or not. That's I was just thinking of things like um, roll up, roll up. Yes, exactly. That'd be the thing. It'd be the voice. Roll up, roll up. On yeah. your left, it's the what? Have fun with this apple bobbing. What? What do people? I mean, yeah, apple bobbing. But you can all all, all native British varieties of apples. Apple bobbing, and they're, they're all called weird things. Native British varieties. Of apples. Uh, uh, dodgems. Everyone has on to drive dodge- on the. Uh, everyone has to drive. <laughs> no driving on the thing. No driving on the left. And use your festival of Brexit tokens in a special blue book. Yes. Special blue book? You know, the blue passports. Oh, right. It'll, be a blue It'll only cost you £50 million in changing everything. Um, it's a roller coaster which cuts off in the middle and you all go over a cliff edge, isn't that? that people don't yeah, like? very good. Anyway, yeah. something like that. There's all sorts of stuff like that, which, which when you've got your sober head on, um, you could ace that, I reckon. Okie dokie. Right. Now, I think also... Um, the two England footballers who, ahead of, is it tonight's game? I don't know, some game against Iceland. Anyway, Mason somebody or other and some other kid. Right. Uh, did you not see this? They mm-hmm. broke... They broke quarantine because they're all quarantined. There's this whole bubble thing. It's all fucking ridiculous and we should get rid of the mask and just go back to life as normal and it's all just shit and old people should stay home if they don't like it. Right. And I feel sorry for everybody, the restaurateurs, the schools, everybody and these poor footballers. So these footballers, you're 18 and you're 20 and you, you're going away, trip to Iceland. Did you not see? And they, they partied, in inverted commas, with uh, a beauty queen and her cousin. Okay, so the, as soon as they arrived, the, the, the wheels, the plane, yeah. the plane pulls in, Gareth Southgate in his waistcoat, now everybody, everyone's going to get into the bubble. <laughs> and they just went, hey! Out they went, boom, Icelandic ice cream. And I, and, 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 uh, beauty queen, and they got sent home in disgrace. And like, and everyone's saying, oh, it's, it's, sort of, it's sort of terrible. And um, the column I had in mind there was like, excuses for breaking quarantine that I will accept. <laughs> and I would have said, Partying with an Icelandic beauty queen, yeah. I think that's that's probably okay. You know, well, I think it's that... quite hard. I mean, how many of the lads do you think were looking at those two boys who've been up all night with an Icelandic beauty queen and thinking, "You idiots!" You brought <laughs> oh, shame no, on the I team. I would never have. Yeah, no. It's like oh, I mean, it's like Icelandic. You know, what the I'm thing saying? is, if you want, if you want footballers to behave. Don't go to Iceland. Properly. Because they no, have beauty queens. No, like, no, no. Sorry, no, no, no. I'm just saying, Icelandic beauty queen. Like, where is, like, Portuguese beauty queen? No, you can't nah, say that. Can't you? No, you really can't like, say Irish that. Irish beauty queen? No, 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 but, no. Like, Icelandic. You know, because there are, like, you know the sex countries. It's like Brazilian beauty queen. Da, 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 da. The sex countries? Yeah, the sex countries. If you say, can I not go there? I can I, go there. The sex countries, come on. It's like, it's like... Uh, I don't think the Portuguese no, sorry. beauty the, queen is going to be any life, less pretty it's than... It's like the, Latvia, sex country, Hubba, hubba, hubba. Stag party to Latvia. Come on, Latvian birds. Oi, oi. Poland, not a sex country. Do you know where the highest rates of new cases of HIV are? Where? Tallinn. Sex country. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Tallinn, Tallinn is in... From Stettin in the Baltic to... Tallinn is Lithuania. It's Lithuania, the capital. Yeah, is it? No, no, because the capital of Lithuania begins with a V. I've got a hangover. Don't look it up. Okay. There's no point you trying to remember these things if Sorry. you look it up because you doesn't. Normally, I could do Tallinn. 
Tallinn. Tallinn. I feel like Tallinn is Estonia. Tallinn could be. I think it is Estonia. Oh, this is going to be embarrassing. No, it's When terrible. I listen back to this and I'm Tallinn. going, where is the is capital of Tallinn? I tend to, with, when I'm trying to remember the big cities in that, that part of the world, I go with pogroms, usually, or, or ghettos. So oh Lithuania, God, really are, like are. Riga, is Lithuania. some bad, bad shit happened in Riga. Right. So you remember that that was in Lithuania. Whereas Tallinn is, I think, I think party before I think um, genocide. This Sorry, is, this is this more... Is, this is like when... Like, what are we talking about? Oh, yeah. Icelandic footballer goes... For, excuses I will accept. Okay, that's funny. I like Icelandic that. beauty queen. Yeah. Um, and it's, the great thing was that they arranged it on social media. Like, in totally... These boys were just completely open, like Instagram or something. The boys... These two 18-year-old and 20-year-old boys, they're going to play football for England. They're, they're heading off. And they, they've got... And they've thought... They've literally... I think they've gone on... They've gone on... There must be beauty queens there. And they found, who, they found Miss Iceland. And they've gone hubba hubba. They've contacted her. It's very, She's very thought, likely that Miss Iceland... Also contacted them yeah I don't sleep with uh, shaven hair stupid yeah, ass uneducated boy with football Iceland. who it's has like tattoo up and down. It's is not, it yes what does the accent I am do I've got no <laughs> idea question. I don't want to go wherever the is, Iceland, they, is it like a Sweden is it Iceland it's not Iceland is up and down yes it's a Scandinavian country is that what they sound like yes it is even the beauty queens uh, probably not to my friend really my, Maria your, Maya Hofa who's must Danish be, you must be very good with your balls Look, juggly, look, juggly. look it's, a, it's a totally transactional thing. You can't... These these poor babies who become foot, England footballers when they're, when they're 18 and they've been trained from three and they, they train 18 hours a day and they're exhausted all the time and they just work and work and work and work and work. And then finally, and the promise that they have is money, loads and loads of money and girls. That yeah. is basically football, isn't it? It's money and girls. And I do not begrudge them that at all and the idea that you're going to go to Iceland I, and you're going, to, you're going to country. let them have a smartphone where either they got in touch with the Icelandic beauty queen or she slid into their DMs who knows yeah. to say you can't do that you have to take their you have to put them in prison he's an Aaron or go on a, on a football tour of Iran not a sex country Boys simply not googling beauty queen and planning to meet they up would with manage to do it and then have their hands cut off yeah exactly so and I well, don't. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. They Iran's wouldn't. quite good at football. Yeah, relative. Right relative. Some, it has qualified for the World Cup once and didn't do very well. Okay, right. So I I like that idea. I like your acceptable excuses for breaking your bubble or lockdown or whatever. Joffre Archer eating pizza with his friends. No. Nice try, Joffre. Yeah, I imagine that there were beauty queens hiding under the bed when they busted <laughs> in, and Joffre said nothing here but these pizzas. It's just pizzas. Um, oh, I quite like this story. Yeah, go on then. One or two others. One more, but literally um, one more, okay. It's the encore. That's what they tune in for. Uh, big round of applause and then the, 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 the Djokovic. I was going to do Djokovic. What's happened to Djokovic? So, so Novak Djokovic, the story a couple of weeks ago was he set up a new tenet, professional tennis association. Federer and Nadal aren't going with it, so it's a bit shit. But Djokovic thinks there's lots wrong with the... This is like that splinter, that splinter group. Isn't it? What splinter group? The, the, PLO. No, 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 no. The splinter group from from the Labour. INLA. No, the the splinter group from uh, Momentum. It's like, it's like the STP. No, not Momentum. Oh, it's like the STP. It's like yeah. the, 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 the that that. Where um, all the shit tennis players go and then don't really win anything. It was um. And form a rubbish alliance with another. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, so, go on. But so Djokovic, and then he nearly killed. Well, he didn't nearly kill a line judge, but he whacked a ball away. Pow! Hit a line judge. What? R- really hurt her. Got disqualified. Spent ten minutes on court arguing with the umpire. Because he's a fucking beep. Yeah. Man. Um, 
people from Serbia, not a sex country. Croatia, sex country, weird. They used to be all one country. Yugoslavia, famously sex country. Uh, doesn't exist anymore. Split into various parts. Serbia, not a sex country. Croatia, sex country. Macedonia, not sex country. Bosnia-Herzegovina, not a sex country. Croatia, sex country. Czechoslovakia on the border, sex country. No, Slovenia, let's... not a sex country. Um, I don't understand your parameters of sex country. Se- Vatican, not a sex country. Well, although... although... Are some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends what your parameters of sex it's are, really. Slightly, yes. Um, there was yeah. a Pope story in the week, wasn't there? A po- the Pope said that gossip uh, is evil. Yeah. I read a really good gag in the Times. I'm going to say it now and Ben's going to leave it in because it got cut for length. Did it get cut in the end? The Pope says that gossip is a worse plague than COVID. But that's not what I've heard. You loved the first time I said it. I did, I loved it. it. I loved Um, it, I loved it. What were we saying? Sex countries. No, you weren't asking me about that. Let's go back. Go back to, um, to... So hang on a second. When did he form this new thing? He forms the Breakaway Tennis Association and the first match he plays, right. basically, he whacks a ball, pow, hits a yeah. nine person did he, and, and then argues, not deliberately, so he's, I haven't seen did it. Did he he's, whack the ball in anger? He whacked the ball in anger right. at like not holding his okay, serve but he didn't because he's mean old to and ha- shit. He didn't and mean to hit He didn't mean to hit her, but he hit her because yeah. you don't... It's racket abuse, it's ball yeah. abuse, it's like lines person abuse. Yeah. And then he was arguing that it was accidental... You know, which is what children say when the ball goes to their arm. No, you're not supposed to strike a ball in anger. And he's been disqualified. And basically, this Djokovic Tennis Association is going to be one where that shit is okay. Uh, And the thing, so so it's like smashing up your racket. And in fact, so the things that Djokovic does, and like, um, they're going to take the tennis away completely. And the the Novak Djokovic Tennis Association will just be a place where you have to be a vegan, that's what he famously is, and have a hot girlfriend, which he does and they always do. And then it's just, you actually get points for smashing up your racket, like smashing it over your knee, 30 love, whamming it on the net. 40 love. How about the Giles Corrin Driving Association? Yeah, Sounds very, very much like... Do you remember? Do you remember what I told you last week about our That's school... Esther dropping her pen in fury. In, in rage, just even thinking about this. When I told you two weeks ago... Going on the new school run. Yeah, I said, I said, Giles, when we're going on our new school run, bear in mind, all the cars driving around the school will probably be parents at the school. So I want none of this. And she's I want none... She's I doing just, a, a middle I, finger gesture. I did none of the middle finger. None of the thing where I ran the, the brake on so they hit in the bumper. None of that. And what did you do this morning? What did I have to stop you doing this morning? You, nothing. I was You were going to get out of the in car. In an orderly manner. Okay. Down, you I were parked... You were proceeding parked. down a public highway and I pulled over the wrong side of the road admittedly to, to stop in a perfectly decent sized gap with the to let bum you out. of the car sticking out into well, the it was but, but there was still plenty of room a guy coming past in a Porsche <laughs> petrol burning motherfucker okay this guy with his polluting the planet as he came by when I parked my super expensive Jaguar milk float which harms <laughs> nobody but zzz, it goes I literally feel I should put a crate of, of, of silver top in the back uh, with my silent electric car <laughs> just the milkman anyway but to deliver my children to their school he came by and he, he made a kind of what do you make he a, did it he did a kind of shrugging he made a sort of mock thing yeah, like he said, what are you doing you're here you're he was probably Israeli no he definitely wasn't sex country we covered that haven't we oh my god but not for the place. not for, not for and the his wife wasn't in the car so it's hard because that's anyway he pulled you by, got your he, face on like Mo Tenzing does when he brought in a mouse I did the internationally and, uh, 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 I did do the internationally recognised gesture of removing my seatbelt which is the like the hold me back but I'm just holding myself by the shirt in a pub fight hold me back lads hold me back I, I can't be responsible for what I do to this uh, anyway and you and I was yes I was going to get out and have a shout if you were if I wasn't there you would have got out and shouted at him he would be like the headmaster or something no he wasn't the headmaster he was definitely, no, I know he's not he might have been a parent at the school but he would have known for next time 
The only thing was that if I got out and done that, there was because of COVID, all the children at my son's new school were all queuing down the pavement in their little blazers and caps, waiting to be have their hand sanitised and to walk in. And I'd have got out and said, you fucking wanker! It would have been like and falling down. And then all turned <laughs> and it's like, uh, right. And then Sam would have been like, yep, that's my dad. You've been listening to Giles Corrin Has No Idea with me, Giles Corrin. And me, Esther Walker. It's a Times podcast produced by Ben Mitchell. Please subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We're available on Acast, Spotify, Apple and more. To find out what I wrote about in the end, read the Times on Saturday. There's a link in the podcast description. And for the full live experience, tune in to my new radio show on the all-new Times radio station on Fridays from 1 till 4. 